Are you curious about life and the world around us? Shit, us too. Join our conversations on life, liberty, and the pursuit of anime and everything in between. This is Alicia, Paul C, and welcome to Vi Curious. Go. All right, people, our good people, welcome back to Vicarious. Thank you for joining in, and we're going to make this a very beautiful and informative episode. Episode. So today, we're going to touch on the very beautiful conversation, topic, subject of colorism. So, Pac-Man... Tell us, you like that, don't you? I know you. (laughs) Uh, Tell us what colorism is. Like, you can give us a definition, and then you can give us what it means to you. Okay, I like that. So, colorism, more or less, is a prejudice discrimination against individuals or a group of people. Typically, for you, it could be the same ethnic group, but sometimes it is of different ethnic groups. But majority mm-hmm. of the time, it's usually coming from within your ethnic group. So you see that a lot within Black, um, Asian, Latino. I, I feel like anyone, actually, any culture, really goes through some type or form of colorism. And when it comes to white people, yeah, more or less, I I don't think I've seen many cases of colorism in the white community, but definitely in other ethnic groups. So when it comes to colorism for me per se, I would say, have I been a victim of colorism? I feel like I'm not really truly a victim, but I have, I have, what's the word? I have played into colorism myself in the past, like, um, yeah, and it's, it's, it sucks because I look at it now, I'm like, man, I was actually really trashed for that. And even my family did that, to be honest. And maybe this also ties into how Jamaican culture is. But um, so when we were younger, my brother, who is, he's darker than me. You've met my brother before. I have an older brother who, he has a darker complexion than I am. And we used to make so many jokes about this guy. And I want to say jokes up until our 20s now, because like... Blue blacka, like you're so black Whoa. that you're blue, or like um. That's classic. Or bam, I see, and they people used to call him bam in high school, and I was like, bam, what is bam? And it's like I thought bam was like some like oh he's really good at sex and sexual innuendo, and it wasn't even sexual. It was like black ass, like B A M, black ass Mike, mm-hmm. and I was like, we're okay with this. Like, now I'm growing up, and I'm like, man, I can't believe you would, like, say shit like that, because that can mess up somebody's, like, that can really hurt your confidence, and I'm looking back, I'm dark, I'm a dark, I'm a black man, (laughs) real quick. (laughs) Yes, you are a black man, Um, and a beautiful black man, you and your brother are beautiful, Um, But yeah, so for me, I think that colorism in the terms of how I would describe it would be, uh, I would probably just give an example, which is that the favoritism of a lighter skin complexion within the same ethnic group, like you said. So for example, within maybe like Latino people, there are different shades of Latino people. For example, when we uh, covered the Soho Karen, Though she was Latina or Latinx or Latina X, um, she was white passing. So her skin was fairer. 
and opposed to someone else who probably had the same nationality as her who would be darker same nationality still speak the same dialect but just be darker and um colorism would be that the white passing person though in the same ethnicity the same nationality the same dialect the white passing person would get favoritism when it comes to different things like they would get a job or they would get an apartment that two people were going for or if they were in a setting of romance a person would choose the white passing person because they felt like they were more attractive um just based off of their skin to- skin color alone. Yeah, because um, I was watching a YouTube video once, and I'll link it also in there. So in the YouTube video, it were children discussing, or they were like asking children, "Who's the bad person?" And mm-hmm. then all the kids would look at the black character and say, "Oh, they're the black, the black, the darker person was the bad person," automatically without knowing any context or background. Right. So it, it has played a part, and it's all kind of derived from colonialism and yeah. back during the Atlantic slave trade. It's um it's funny you were um like I was thinking about so when I was living in China I used to work a lot with Brazilians so mm-hmm. when people were to say oh Paul are you are you Brazilian I'm like oh thank you oh my God that's such a compliment mm-hmm. and it's because I just assume like Brazilians oh they're mixed they're more sexy this kind of thing but then mm-hmm. if someone were to come to me and say like oh Paul are you African are you from Ghana Nigeria I was like what no I'm not African and I noticed that when I first moved there I I learned that I was I was African like I knew I was black but I never knew I was African there and yeah. it colorism played a part in that. For example, when I was in the U.S., I kept thinking like, oh, because I'm kind of light-skinned, I could I could be like, um, you know, the Spartans 300. I could be like a Warriors 300. But when I was in Shanghai, people made jokes like, oh, you're too dark. People just think that you're a slave. Hmm. You know? I had, like, people saying to I had that from black people there because they were those type, they were lighter, the lighter complexion black people saying, oh, well, you can't really play that because you're too dark. Yeah. So... I think that we both have and a lot of other people have experienced colorism. I myself um, have experienced it as well, um, being referred to as a um, a gorilla before, just based off of my wow. skin tone. And the, the interesting thing is, at, of it is that um, the person who said it was a little white boy. And... Um, and you knocked his ass out, didn't you? Didn't you knock that ass out? Go ahead. I, I didn't because we were in class, so I could not do that. Um, but for another uh, example would be, I w- it was fifth grade. We were sitting down. We were having class discussion. And one of the, this was a, a black boy. The black boy was given an example. And I think we were talking about the sun and how it darkens your skin or something along the lines of skin tone. And he was talking and he was like, yeah, well, you know, I had a friend who was like such and such color. And then, you know, after he came back from summer break, no offense, Alicia. Yeah, Alicia. Um, But he was as dark as you. And I was like, and at first when I was young, I was like, oh, he said no offense. That was nice of him. But then you look back as an adult and it's like, why would I be offended that someone was as dark as me? Another instance I had of colorism was beautiful. I was at Sephora and um, I was sitting down and I was looking for, I'm not going to get too technical, but I was looking for a, thank you. I wouldn't know. I was looking for a contouring kit. I'm going to keep it 
to that, which is something that you use to um, make your face look thinner. I'll, I'll just use that term, make your face look thinner. And you okay. use a darker type of makeup to put it in specific places on your face to give your face a more thinner, more like cheekbones, more jawline defining parts of your face. So I was going to get a contouring kit. I went to Sephora and I was looking and normally what happens when you go to Sephora, um, my people who wear makeup, you know what happens. Pre-pandemic. What happens? What happens? You go in there and especially if they're not busy, what do they do? Is there anything that I could help you with? You need help? If you ever gone there and got your face done or something like that. So in this particular case, the girl who came up to me, she was this Asian girl woman woman yeah um she was younger than me but i could tell she was younger than me so that's why i would say girl but we'll just say woman i'm just gonna assume that she's a woman and this asian woman came up to me and she was like did you need help with anything i told her what i was looking for looking for a contouring kit and i told her the brand that i was looking for and she said okay well this is what we have and she was like um we have different sets so um we have light we have medium and then we have dark and then we have like very dark and um she she was looking and she was like well um honestly um based off of you know what your skin is like and she's like you know and I'm so sorry but you'll probably need like a deep like a deeper contouring and I was like why would I be offended if I need a deeper or a darker color you asked her that. I did. I asked her that because I was in my 20s and I knew that black was beautiful and my hair was all natural. So I was, you know, I wasn't trying to start something. But I wasn't trying to nothing. start anything with her. And again, it was just us. I had just gotten off work and I was in the mall. So it wasn't busy. It was just she and I in there. And her boyfriend, who was black, actually, um, and you could, if you've ever been in a mall and you're by yourself, you could tell that the person who was working there, their girlfriend or boyfriend was there because they were just sitting around or whatever. Her boyfriend was there and he was black and he was fairer skin. But I said, why would I have an issue with using a deeper color, like a darker color? And she was, she was stumped. She was oh i i'm not sure i said girl go go get the palette and got it so in that in that sense and you know i don't blame her per se and again that was it that's how i left it cuz could i have read her of course but and especially because you have a black boyfriend but that's not the point the point is that there are so many people conditioned to think that dark is bad and if you you know remind somebody their skin their skin color is dark like okay i'm so sorry but like you are kind of dark so like you're not gonna be able to do things that you know and it's like as though it's it's a a, a, a penalty being oh my god like or, or dark skin and it's just like honey i do not feel bad about being chocolate like i feel great but you know and though that wasn't something that was taught to me before before 
didn't want to be that way. I wish I was light skin. I wish my hair was, you know, I didn't want straight hair, but I wanted my hair to be like, you know, long and curly and light brown. I wanted light brown eyes. Those are the things I, I did. I wanted that, especially when I was in um, elementary school. I wanted to be light skin. So. Oh, man, me too. I wanted to be like Gohan. Like, I wanted to have green eyes and blonde hair. <laughs> you see, that was another thing. I was like, man, I wish I wasn't black. I did. Man, I, yeah, I feel like everyone kind of had at least that one time, unless unless you yeah. grew up in this house where you were like pro black, love black, black, be black, yeah. black, black. But like most of us had that one experience where like, man, I wish I like when you wanted to dress up as um like a super saiyan, like man, if I was like this race, I could be a super saiyan or I could dress up as yeah. this character. And it just felt like even cosplayers nowadays they they're stifled because of like if you you're dance if you do dance if you don't if you dress up, people are going to say, oh, you're too black to play Starfire. You know, oh, mm-hmm. black person playing this. But if you don't dress up, it's like, damn. So I'm just going to hold myself back the whole time until I'm old. Like, right. like I'm, I'm... Ariel isn't black. Why is she black? Oh. You know those types of things, and it's just like these are fictional characters. Come out of yourself. The whole thing about James Bond, and you know when they were talking about Idris Elba being um, James Bond, and I was like, Idris Elba can't be James Bond. James Bond is white. He's always been white, and it's just like James Bond is not real. James Bond can do whatever. And I mean, that just leads me to when they try to change roles and not change roles, but take roles that have already been established. Uh, For example, like Dr. Doolittle, because a lot of people know Dr. Doolittle in my generation that I know, know Dr. Doolittle as Eddie Murphy. So when the most recent Dr. Doolittle came out with, um, what is that man's name? Robert Downey Jr. They were like, "Uh uh-uh, why is he white? Dr. Doolittle was white before and Eddie Murphy just came and made him black because that's what you do with fictional characters. You just change them up because they aren't real. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this based off race. We're doing it based exactly. like, you know. Based off yeah. the character in itself. So, And it's just, people just have such an issue with darker skinned people just having fun for some reason or just being themselves or just being happy and it's just like uh-uh why are y'all happy stop that you know Cut that like, when i was in um china so like what kept happening was we go we go out with people like a bunch of us all go out and since i'm the only black guy like i would say 99 percent of the time i'm the only black guy we would mm-hmm. take a picture at nighttime and every time without fault without like a trip a step they would say oh well paul put a flash on paul he's too dark you can't see him unless he smiles shit like that mm-hmm. all the time oh he's too black you can't see him well paul didn't smile we wouldn't see him right here i've heard so many different comments and jokes or iterations of that same exact comment that the last time someone said it to me i dead ass cussed them out <laughs> like we were in vietnam they said oh you don't smile we can't see you because you're so black you got shut the fuck up right now i will knock you out i will knock you out and i was like this is the time where i need to go back to america the vietnamese border you know who yeah. you are and you uh you don't want to catch a case out there especially as a black man um so yeah that's happened to me before and it's just like oh you're too dark um could you change your colors or it's time to go out or there's a special event that happens and I've had a friend say oh well could you wear like a lighter color that way you could actually be seen Uh, you've had people say that's disgusting 
Yeah, and it was a it was a I wouldn't call her light skin, but she was light. She's like a caramel colored um, girl, and it's just kind of like mm, wow. And it just it leads you to think or not think, but to wonder where did you get this from? Like, why do you feel like your skin or you are superior based because your skin is lighter? I mean, we know where it came from. It came from the European um, beauty standards and that fair skin was the better skin or it showed high class or it showed, you know, being smart, um, educated, those types of things. Um, the closer you are to white, the better. And that's obviously not the case. Um, so let's roll into some examples of that. So which one do you want to talk about? Because we have several examples of I feel like Danny Lee. Like they were, yeah, we can talk Danny, about Danny. Danny Lee's one was pretty cool. So um, I'll insert insert clip of the song Yellowbone right here. Yeah, it's been sorted already. <laughs> Even she just hasn't heard it yet. So um, recently, Danny Lee released a song on her YouTube that was called Yellowbone. I don't have the lyrics at hand, but more or less, she's like, he won a yellowbone. Skirt, skirt. Was awful. It was awful. That's why you don't get the lyrics. I couldn't remember it. Something about yellow bone. So in the black community, when you say yellow bone, usually refers to a woman of lighter complexion, a light-skinned woman. Um, which Danny Lee is technically not after I found out. Yeah, let's talk about that because if we start start at the foundation of yellow bone, yellow bone is a red woman and again to reiterate what you said Paul is that um it is a fairer skin a lighter skin toned woman but that's not all let's get a little deeper what kind of woman is she Paul she is a black woman it is a light skin black woman black blackity black 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 shocked at this and i was surprised because i really felt like people were gonna have danny's back on this and say oh no she can say what she wants there's nothing wrong with it Mm -mm." i hit those comments and they were like she's a clown this is stupid it was interesting but again to go back to you know what was happening basically what danny lay is doing let's start with who she is right so i'm not gonna i'm not talking trash about her or anything like that she is a beautiful girl um I cannot account for her talent. In mm, yeah, she had that one or two songs that were a little bop, boppity bop bop. Yeah, I've never heard any of her music. Other than knowing that she dates the rapper The Baby, I did not know who Danny Lay was until she started dating The Baby and she was going back and forth with the mother of his daughter, the, his first child. Didn't know who she was. So that that already was just interesting enough but i wouldn't consider danny lay that i don't know i, I guess that, that what consider that, that what that popular no but i, I mean, think she hasn't reached that that i mean she yeah. has songs but she has like like easy but i feel like this is the only song i can think of is easy she has another one with the baby but that's it but they weren't big songs but she's just there 
Right. So, um, again, just to paint the picture, Danny Lay made she's she's dating a rapper, the baby. The baby is a dark skinned man. Um, and the song is called Yellow Bone, and it's one of the main lyrics is that she's saying is yellow bone is what he wants. What he wants is a yellow bone, right? And um a lot of this calls a lot of controversy because you know, a lot of people are like, why are you, one, you're not yellow bone because on several different occasions, you've referred to yourself as Dominican. You said that I am not black. I am Dominican. Um, I know black. I'm no black. When some of you guys be like, I know black. I know black. I know black. Imposible. I know black. I'm Dominican. I'm Puerto Rican. I know black. Be looking just like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she, she said that, um, and then it was just, what was the purpose of the song? Um, it was very offensive. Um, and a lot of people felt like Danny was taking shots at the baby's, uh, the mother of the baby. That's my baby. Right. So they felt like she was taking shots at his, at the mother of his first child. And it's just interesting because when it was, because she got backlash on it, she issued an apology. Now, I'm going to refer to what she did as a statement, as a as a statement, because it was an apology. Here's here's a hint for everybody, and this is you know on this topic and any other topic. I promise you'll probably hear me say it again. If you ever have somebody speak to you and they're it, apologizing to you and they say something along the lines of, and it's within the verbiage of, if you felt hurt, I'm sorry. If you felt like I put my hands on you, I'm sorry. If you felt like I cheated on you, I'm sorry. If you felt like that's what happened, I'm sorry. That's not an apology. If someone someone's saying if you felt like that, that's not that's not taking ownership of what they did. That is complete deflection and it's gaslighting. So oh. The gaslight has been turned on. It's gaslighting in its absolute purest form. So that that's just my little tidbit for this subject. That's not an apology. And that's basically what she said. If I offended anybody, I'm sorry. That wasn't the case. I was just having fun. I was just doing a little bop. Um, there were several things wrong with what she said. Um, I think the thing that bothered me the most was that um, there are songs about brown skin why can't I make a song about light skin? Uh, or or she's like, but I date a chocolate man. Exactly. I. It, it was just, oh, it was so cringy because she sounds like that. Those some of those white people, obviously not all of them, but those those white people that you they catch on camera or in the workplace, and it's just like, I'm not racist. My husband's black, or I have a black friend. Uh, I can't be racist. Uh, I don't see color, and it's just like Danny. She said that too. She said exactly. I don't see color. Oh, she like, said that, and it's it's 2021, baby. You cannot, you cannot sit here and say those types of things and think that you are not gonna get black backlash. Of course, you can say it because it's a free country, and you can say what you want. And again, because you are fair skinned, you do have a privilege to say what you want and inevitably you will have people on your side and no, Danny will not be canceled. This will be hot for a couple of weeks and then they'll drop it unless she continues on. Um, but <clears throat> the fact that 
you referred to your boyfriend as chocolate and it's just like you're talking about yellow bone is what he wants from this chocolate man whose two baby mamas are chocolate his children are chocolate so let me ask you this if his daughter heard that how would you feel exactly the baby's daughter listening to yellow bone what do you think she'll hear and i'm not talking about as an adult i'm talking about as a child what do you think that's gonna do for her how that processes for her you know what i'm saying and then for you to say well there's songs about dark skin or brown skin why can't i have a song about you know light skin it's like because songs about brown skin are necessary because for so many years people who are dark darker complexion have been told that you're you look like you're chasing cheetahs um you're blue black you're you're african booty scratcher you're you know you know what i'm saying like you think they, they think that you're not as smart, you're not as pretty, you're not you as handsome. You're, you're poor. You're poor. You do drugs. Your hair is ugly. So for so many years, that has been a stigma that has been attached to people of darker complexions of all ethnicities. Because again, anti-blackness is global. So for centuries and currently. That's what has been attached to it. Not only being fed to those people, so not only they think that, internalize that, and put that out to their own children. Don't go outside, you get black. Mm. You ever heard that? About going outside and getting black? Yeah, like if you stay outside too long, you'll get black. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that. And or... It internalizing in even more negative ways that it's put out on I don't want to date a darker skinned person as a darker skinned person I don't want to date another darker skinned person I want to date yes, a light your person your kids are going to come out light because I don't want my exactly I don't want my kids to be black like that you know even though you yourself are black you would think that you would be like I'm going to teach my children to love themselves it's like no I don't even want to deal with it I don't even want to look at that I just want some some light skinned kids you know what I'm saying? So I feel like yeah, that happens a lot with um celebrities. Like usually, oh, absolutely. <laughs> like the because you see, even in music videos, most of the time they um they looking for ethnically ambiguous women to dance in videos with like the looser curls, the lighter complexion, maybe a different color eye, like exotic looking women. Exotic looking women. That's the preference usually when it comes to hip hop music videos. Even though the men in the videos are, you know, quote unquote, black, black. crunchy black, coon black, okay, but want an exotic, a Brazilian girl, and you know, I got women all over the world, and she got good hair and things of that nature, and it's just like, sir, look at your mama. Would you Mm. say those things to her? Look at your daughter. Would you say those things to her in terms of like the baby? Because again, the baby's daughter is beautiful chocolate. I mean, the baby's skin tone is gorgeous. Like him and his baby mama and his children. Gorgeous. Yeah. And I feel like we were we're finally at another the next step of appreciating black skin because I feel yeah. like before the the only way we could really truly appreciate black skin was if it was hypersexualized. That yes. means he had to have a six pack beard, 
six feet tall, eggplant. She had to have big boobs, ass, small waist, long hair flowing down. You know, we had to be hypersexualizing. And I feel like that's kind of what happens now. Cause like, um, like even what Daddy Lee says, she's like, my man chocolate. You know, mm-hmm. it's like she she kind of hypersexualized him, like you know, chocolate. She did because she didn't edible. say like my my boy my boyfriend is you know, he's dark skin. Like my boyfriend's darker than me. Like oh no, he's chocolate. You know, I have chocolate friends, and it's like girl, okay. And it's just, it's just conditioning that of, of years that people were just again conditioned to dislike dark skin to you know praise light skin and the fact that she got her behind on the internet on Michelle Obama's internet and said people make songs about brown skin why can't I make songs about light skin and the fact that you think that that is the problem that is the problem she just kept digging that grave deeper and deeper (laughs) 